Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 788. And today we're going to be diving into part two of the city of Jinky 54, which is Ascension. And we started looking into this city, this divine gift, yesterday. <clears throat> and we're looking into the manifestation of consciousness in humanity. Uh, all consciousness, not just the little pieces of the puzzle that each one of us carry on each lifetime that we have and we're playing this parts, these characters, right, that we called uh, ourselves, but it's, uh, I, I like to call it the personality. And these characters, uh, they, <coughs> sorry about that, these characters, they, they take over, and uh, then we believe we are the character. And as long as we believe we're the character, then we are not the totality, I mean, it's as simple as that. It's either you're you're this or you're that, right? And so we we have it's like the um, like Aladdin's lamp, right? You can choose a wish, and you know I want to have all the money of the world, or all the power of the world, or I want to be the most handsome of all of them, whatever. I want to be the most you know intelligent, but you can also choose to be the genie, right? And so to have unlimited wishes, right, or whatever. But the point is, you can, it, your attention can only be in one place at a time, but that place could be uh, infinity. And so when our attention eventually dissolves into infinity, and that's what we've been talking about with every single one of these cities, right? These divine gifts, it is the reaching of the dissolution of the personality. And so Richard Rudd talks about this, this ascension jinky um, as one of the only two paths to actually transform the bio machine into uh, light. Uh, this one, Jinky 47, the, the city of transfiguration, right? Which is basically what happened to Christ, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, but as I always talk about this, the cities are just the entry point into the, into the chamber of God, into, the, into the, the God's chamber, right? Into the Godhead. Uh, they're just the door. And so you go through this 64, whatever path you end up taking, and it will lead you to God. It will lead you to the fullness, the uh, totality, all consciousness, consciousness itself. The, the, the foundation, even beyond that, you know, to the void, to the origin of the multiverse, right? That's where we're going. That seven plane is all consciousness. And then after that, we go into nothing. And what is that nothing? That nothing is the exit out of this multiverse into the greatest next adventure, which is we don't know what that is because we barely know what's going on here. But the story keeps going. This story has no end. This is the story of life and life on all layers of reality. This is physical reality we have here, but life goes on forever. Like the song says, life goes on, right? I don't remember the melody, but... It's true, life goes on forever. And so we're going to be looking today into what Richard Rowe has to say about this. Uh, he's very adamant that we have genetic configurations, but I'm looking at, and I've always been looking at this, you know, if you start putting your attention on these are the rules 
and these are the boundaries, um, then those are going to be the rules and those are going to be the boundaries. And now you're there. But there are people everywhere that um, don't fit within the rules, particularly when we're talking about astrology, which there's a, there's an element that uh, builds this hologenetic profile through astrology, right? And so I personally don't believe in astrology, so it's very interesting that I'm doing this jinkies work because I can see its value in so many ways. Particularly the most important is focus your attention. And, and so it's using all of these incredible, beautiful uh, transformation uh, pieces of the puzzle uh, that we experience on a, on a daily basis, these attitudes that we have, these shadows, right, that the personality develops as, as its own. And it's just, you know, as we consciousness are experiencing reality, we get stuck on this on these um, potholes. And so until we figure out how to get out of that obstacle, then we cannot continue in certain parts of our self or our stagnant or our, I wouldn't even call it self or certain parts of our um, um, uh, command or, 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 you know, our, our, you could say journey, but it's more like God has given us a, um, a decree, right? You, you shall, you know, experience reality through this angle of perception and off you go right and everybody's having it from a different point of perspective and in that particular journey we're going to find these obstacles and we get stuck in that and so we cannot really fulfill our our um our decree right our job you could say our job this is our job to to expand consciousness into the infinite and as long as we're stuck in the finite, and, and the finite is, you know, now I'm, you know, I'm arrogant or I'm, I'm into control or I'm, you know, I'm greedy. All of these shadows that create the matrix of the personality, right? Then you cannot really liberate that capability to observe because there's some misunderstanding of reality. They're just hanging. And so Richard Rod talks about how there are specific layout programs and I do agree with him to a degree because although otherwise everybody would be ascending here you know I mean it's like it takes lifetimes of work I mean it can be done in one lifetime Ramtha did it in one lifetime so it can be done in one lifetime but it has to be a, a lifetime of pure focus you know like like you get to do it the whole like the entire way right and it can be done, but the point, and, and I, I guess what I want to really drive forward here is that we don't need to ascend, right? If, if your goal is ascension, is like that, um, um, and, and this is a book I've recommended many times, The Red Lion, right? This initiate that uh, gets lost in this greed, because it was greed, of immortal life, right? But he didn't understand what that meant. When you're when you're craving for immortal life, and you're still stuck in the demons of the shadow, immortal life with a tool, an alchemical tool of the magic of that level, you know, all you do is open yourself to all of your unfulfilled or or misunderstood unfulfilled desires and your misunderstood uh, reality. And what does that look like? That looks like literal hell on earth. 
And so, and, and he's talking about these dangers of getting stuck in that, and eventually, because of the amount of power that's generated through the Kundalini, you start manifesting really nasty stuff. And this is the kind of stuff that happens. It happens because we're, we're skipping steps. And so you could say, okay, yes, the hologenetic profile, the map that we're using with this tool, it's designed to, you know, help people on a certain path. And for the most part, yes. But I don't stop there. I say, look at that lightly. Um, take it as an entry point and then look at the entire of the jinkies and see what you align with. Like, for example, for me, when I'm talking about ascension, um, I look at it and I say, I got a lot of work to do here where I am right now. I can't even be thinking about ascending because I still want to do stuff here. Ascension is when you're when you've understood all of reality and there's really nothing that attracts your attention. So as long as there's something that you feel attracted to or, or interested in in this reality, this ascension is not going to happen. It happens when you are past beyond your focus has gone beyond humanity. If your focus has truly gone beyond humanity, you are at a whole other level. You're probably not even listening to this podcast right now. But I, I do see that as my future, either in this lifetime, it might be that I live for 500 years, you know, next they figure out how to properly use the frequency medicine, you know, and we start just completely regenerating all our, bodies and we live for thousands of years and this has happened in other civilizations throughout the universe right and i'm open to that and that's wonderful right but i'm not attached to that because now i understand that the phenomena is not what we're after we are after the expansion we're after the infinite complete focus light of creation completely always going further and further and further and so if at some point i reach that further that i look at all of reality here and i do look at a lot of reality i say well i, I I'm, I'm not interested in going to that party or hanging out with that people i'm not interested in building that thing there's a lot of a lot of things i'm not interested in, in doing but there's other things that i am and so naturally or organically it all comes down to being honest with yourself. Look at your life. What do you want? You still want a relationship? Do you still want a family? Do you still want success in your business? Do you still want to have a rock band? You know, do you still want to become a scuba diver or a racetrack driver? Uh, or, or, you know, do you still want to figure out the nature of quantum physics so that you can explain it to others, right? If you still want all those stuff, you need to be focused on that stuff. Not on ascension, because this is where the, the danger happens and this is where the chaos and, and the mess and the assholes start, you know, and we're going to be talking about that today, how this um, greed, because it's, a, remember, at its very core, this, this jinky is the jinky of greed, right? This jinky 54, so this, how this greed degenerates, and so we end up, we, people end up turning into these warlocks and, you know, really nasty uh, uh, in, in, initiates gone wrong. I would call it like that. People that are on their way of you know evolution and expansion and expanding their consciousness, and because they fail, they try to skip a step. That unresolved energy ends up turning into a fucking mess because power, that power over others, haven't been fully, totally integrated.
And so now they're looking at ascension and what are they doing? They're doing nasty fucking rituals, calling demons and shit like that. And it makes a mess. And we have a lot of that in this world um, because of this misunderstanding of reality. Richard Roth thinks that it's related with people, you know, walking the different path because they're doing a different hologenetic profile. I think that it does have to do with paths, but it's I don't believe that it's predetermined. I think that there's an element that's predetermined, like you lay out the path before incarnation and then there's a wiggling room. There's an open because you may change your paths once you're already here, depending on how you evolve. Some people finish a lifetime within a lifetime and change to the next lifetime in their lifetime. And there's people, uh, you look at them, they're a completely different person. And and that has happened. So I don't like, I don't subscribe to... Um, um, to absolutes, you know, and so if we're talking about an absolute, I'll always be looking the other way. So before we dive into that, uh, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv, that's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, we have a black menu with five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode and that'll get you started with what we're doing here. Um, we're learning how to use this tool, the Jinkies, right now um, to he- heal all the misunderstandings of our, our life. Because because of misunderstanding life is why we have conflict. Uh, because you can have obstacles and life is full of obstacles. Change is an obstacle, right? You could see it as an obstacle. But conflict is it's the misunderstanding, the perpetuating misunderstanding of that obstacle, of that challenge. Because challenges are going to keep coming. But when we, instead of understanding and integrating the challenge and moving forward, digesting that experience, we keep going. We are dragging an unfinished business. And this is whatever we all are doing this to lesser, higher degree. And so this tool is for help us. And the the part of this tool that I see that is useful right now is how to heal these misunderstandings of reality. There's another part of this tool that talks about these cities, these, these divine gifts, right? And this is what we're looking into, particularly this episode. And that the way I see that is aligning yourself with that timeline, right? Aligning yourself. We're looking at this. We're calling forth. We're looking into where ascension is. We're aligning ourselves with that timeline. It might happen in this lifetime. It might happen in the next lifetime. But it is coming very soon. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you're not really interested in other stuff. You know, you're already on your way here. And um, so it's, it's coming very soon. And so we're aligning ourselves with that timeline. And we're also downloading a gifts, the grace of God, we're, we're, that is going to help us on our transmutation of all these misunderstandings of reality. The way we're doing this is to um, integrating our shadows. And this is the one thing that a lot of people do is like you want to get rid of these bad parts of you. And it doesn't work like that. You need to love yourself and in, in everything that you are. And that is the big challenge because people don't want to embrace that nasty part of themselves. But what they don't understand is when you truly love the nasty part of yourself, that love, true genuine love, transmute that. 
and it brings it back into where it belongs inside of yourself instead of trying to push it outside or suppress it deep into the unconscious. When that happens, that monster comes out when you have five tequilas and you're going to start, you know, peeing on people's faces. It gets nasty. Why? Because it's been suppressed. But if instead of being suppressed, it's up here, you're aware of that. And what's it going to bring? It's going to bring you, it's going to make you, con it's going to give you contrast. Now you're going to be, you're going to have weight and presence. You're not going to be a simpleton or, you know, a doormat. And you're not going to be this, you know, beast that just like d d destroys everything. You become this very rich presence, right? Which now you've embraced your life, right? And so in that page, episode 256, there's a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. When you click on that link, I'll take you to the Jinkies website and you're going to download your map. This is the map I was talking about early that we're using here. Incredibly valuable, incredibly useful, but I do not give my power away to tools. I do not give my power away to the hologenetic profile or the jinkies or anybody's point of view or perspective of how things are done. Why? Because, and this is one of the reasons I love this, this work, because nobody can tell you who you are or what your path is. So don't look at this hologenetic profile as something that's going to tell you who you are and what your path is. What we're going to do with this thing is use it as the tool that it is to enter into ourselves, into our connection with the divine by our own contemplation. And then little by little, you're going to get your download and you're going to get your meaning, if you want to call it that, for every one of these circles on this map with 11 circles, 11 jinkies, right? And you're going to discover what you download out of it that's relevant to your life. And for the most part, it's going to be incredibly relevant. But at some point, like what happened to me, it became the entry point into the true work, which is looking at the entire 64 and looking at every one of these attitudes, at the, every one of these shadows and say, well, I'm done with that one. I've done with that one. That one I don't even understand. It doesn't, it doesn't resonate with me at all. You know, that doesn't happen, hasn't happened to me, but it does happen to people. And so it's very important when you're looking at this profile to not let out that all of the other jinkies are also part of your genetic configuration. We are not just 11 jinkies in our DNA. We have all 64. Yes, for XYZ purposes, for XYZ design of this lifetime, maybe before incarnation, you said, well, I'm going to have this specific configuration so that I can work on this stuff that I really need to work on. If I you know, distribute myself through all the, the whole spectrum, then I'm not going to really focus on this stuff that I really want to focus. So that's fantastic. You know, so if it makes sense, you come into this lifetime, you're going to focus on that, you know, dislocation or hunger or weakness or whatever it is that you're going to be focusing on. And then it's going to get taken and that's going to be a good lifetime. You're not going to ascend on that lifetime, but then next lifetime you come lighter. And you're going to have another mission. You know, this is Mission Impossible right here. We're here figuring this thing out. It's an endless game. And yes, there is an end of this level, this multiverse, and that is ascension. So on that episode, on that page, episode 256, you listen to that podcast episode, will get you started with what this stuff is. And you'll find on that page everything, a video of Richard, the author of The Jinkies, talking about this thing. And, a, and another podcast talking about what is hologenesis, uh, 64 names of love, 
So all of these beautiful information charts and, and there's an index of the almost 800 episodes we have here in the podcast. So you can find everything you need there. And uh, and the materials recommended, I, I recommend you read The Art of Contemplation. That's the tool we're doing here. We're using to understand all these elements. And at the end of the day, all of these things, this jinkies, this hologenetic profile, this, you know, um, Art of Contemplation, all of this stuff is, is a trick. It's a trick to get you to focus your attention on God. To focus your attention on specific entry points into the Akash so that you can download your specific information that's relative to you and your life. If it's not practical in your life, then it's, it's trash. And it is. It is very, very practical in your life when you use it properly. And so the, the truth that we're seeking, it's not what I'm talking, it's not what Richard wrote, this is none of this stuff. This is philosophy, these are words, this is meaningless, it, this is not wisdom. And Richard likes to say that this is wisdom, it's not. It's wisdom for him, because he's lived it, right? But for you, it's, it's, it's information, it's data. And so when you have your own communication with the source of all information, whatever you want to call it, the universe, God, your ascended master, Jesus doesn't matter it's all the same thing you're gonna get your own download and then you're gonna because of your attention being in a particular point you're gonna manifest physical reality magnetically attracted to your life and you're gonna have physical and metaphysical experience and that will give you truth and that's now we're talking when you have your truth because you've lived it now you fucking know and nobody can come and tell you that you know because you know and the more experience you have, the more truth you gain. At some point, you gain wisdom, but you gain it. It doesn't come from reading books or listening to podcasts or any of that stuff. It comes from living. That's the only way you're going to get truth. You're going to know who you are. And you're going to discover your own path. And if this path, at some point you're seeking, if you are working with this jinky, leads you to ascension and it feels organic. Then now we're talking business. You're on your way. But it is not something. And I always say it with the cities. And, and he's talking about that. The seeking will lead you to ascension. But I, I doubt it. I don't think that seeking leads to ascension. I think that seeking leads to cleansing. And when you have cleansed everything. And completely purged. And dissolved the personality. Then it happens. But it, it didn't happen because you were seeking ascension. Most masters that didn't know what they were doing, because a lot of masters had, you know, training, yogic trainings and stuff. So they had masters before them that did certain part of the job and passed along, you know, certain, through, particularly through the East and in, in Middle East and the Far East, uh, China. And, and, and a lot of that happened because Buddha was there. So he already really brought that conscious that concept of reincarnations that was incredibly valuable stuff we don't have here we have to deal with christianity which we have love because jesus brought love but they had to go through the you know holy inquisition which was pure murder and assassination you know so i mean everybody's dealing with their own stuff everywhere but ultimately as you gain this understanding, those people who actually made it without any, you know, any book, any instruction booklet, right? They can tell you that, yes, it was that questioning. You were questioning and you were seeking for, for, um, for an ideal, right? 
And if you position your attention the proper ideal, you become that, right? And if that ends up being ascension, then, then it got discovered, right? But it's it's not because you were you are seeker. It's not because you're seeking that you're going to ascend, and that is something that um, that that you know we really need to understand and accept the fact that we are not here to become these enlightened beings. Right, that is an after consequence of living your life, and when I mean your life, I mean the life that you choose to live, consciously choose to live, and you are honest with your natural inner drive, which we could say it's connected to the genetics of the body, but it isn't, and that is the big, big distinction that I make with the work that Richard Roth says. He he thinks to he thinks that because the body is designed a certain way with a certain genetic structure that we are stuck in that, you know, in that path, but we're not. Because we're not the body. So the body is the tool, and yes, we're doing a job, which is accelerating that molecular structure, cellular structure, so that it eventually becomes the, the vessel, the, the temple of God, right? And that's our job. Throughout humanity, everybody's doing the same thing. But your, your personal path is the, is the path of God. So don't get stuck on any specific, right? And we're going to be diving into that. But if you if you want to learn more about me, about Planet Homemaking, about uh, Pearl Planet, about TV, click on the About tab on TV. You can learn about, listen to episode one. Our goal with this brand is to bring information to the people because so that they can make decisions right now, physical decisions in their lives, in their relationships, in their business, in their work life, with their family, so that they can continue to live, literally, because right now, if, if you're not alive, then you're not even going to have the chance of, you know, ascend, ascending, you die, then now you're dead, you got to start over again. And it's sad, I mean, I'm joking about it, but literally, right now, we're in a place in, in the middle of this reality, humanity's in a place where people are dying, and they're dying because of their decisions, because of where they chose to put their attention. And attention, the art of hijacking attention has become an, an art now. It's, it's, it's mind control to the end degrees. It's, it's a science now. And people don't even know it. And so when you learn how to uh, command your attention and, and, and you become a sovereign individual, right? Then, then you can actually make decisions, conscious decisions. And you're not going to be bamboozled by anybody telling you that climate change is real or that the, you know, mRNA vaccines are going to actually save you when, in fact, they're a fucking bioweapon that are killing you. And it's made with a purpose or that it's OK to get a worldwide central bank digital currency and have everybody, you know, monitored your every movement. And if you spend more here now, you cannot travel there and you got to stay in your stay in your lane. Until eventually turns into a fucking prison. And it is becoming more and more. But only for those who could choose. Those who choose that reality. Because there's infinite possibilities where you can put your attention. So the more we learn how to move your attention from the lie of the world. And observing a new reality. We create that new reality. And because we have only one attention. We're pulling that attention from the lie of the world. And that lie of the world is sustained. The foundation of that is our attention. We pull our attention from that. We no longer believe the mainstream media news. Because now we know they're lying. 
They're lying about everything. They have an agenda. And so what happens? They lose their power because they never had it. It was our power. We were giving our power away. And so as we take that power, now we position it somewhere else. And where is that going? So this is why we're bringing this information here so that you have the tools in your hand to create an epic, awesome, glorious reality. Because you're not just going to say, well, because I moved my attention from here, now I'm going to make communism over here. Because now we're fucked. You, 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 you went from another from a deep hole to a fucking, you know, um, a sinkhole. Now it's, now it's miles. It's, it's worse. But if you move your attention and now you're creating an organic reality where we have medicine based on frequency technology and we have the ability to understand and grow food and and harvest this true um, zero point energy or dark energy, whatever you call it, we no longer need gas or solar or, you know, wind farms or any of that stuff. We get our energy directly from God. And that's what Tesla was working at, Nikola Tesla. All of this stuff's going to come out little by little. All of these great inventions that incredible people have have discovered throughout so many, many years in history. And a lot of it has been um, shelved because it does, it, it, it is, if you have, you give something away from free now, you cannot control people. You cannot have hydraulic despotism. If you control a resource, then you control, you control. And where does control comes? It comes from fear. I'm afraid, so I'm going to control. And I'm not saying that we don't still have that inside of us. That's why we're doing this work here. So all of that is there. Let's dive into the second part of the Jinky 54 of Ascension, right? What uh, Richard is saying. And then I'm going to give you my own kind of input on this. What is so interesting about this city is not its manifestations, which have been very well documented, but the way it has spiritually conditioned so many people. And this is also what I was talking about. You get this idea in the the personality, get this idea because it's not you. You know the truth because we are God, right? The personality is this bio machine, this program gets this idea of ascension right now. And then you start head tripping about it. I really recommend this book, The Red Lion by Maria Seppes. You can probably find it on Amazon. I don't think they, they keep making it, but it's so good. It's the story of a master that takes this red lion, this this uh, elixir of eternal life from an alchemist. It's, it kills the, the master and steals this thing. And it opens up the doorways of all dimensions. And he's not ready for to handle what's at the other side. So he descends into hell. And it's an extraordinary um, kind of cautionary tale of what happens when you go where you're not ready to go. Not because there's anything wrong with going there because he did it. You know, there's there's been... Every, there's all paths available. You want to try that one? Just like putting a chip in your brain and start slowly letting, letting inject you with vaccine and booster after booster so that your bio machine turns into cyborg. That's what it has. Nan- nanotechnology, right? And eventually you turn into a cyborg. Now you're a slave stuck for the next, you know, 50,000 years. And eventually you're going to be in, on a server, right? Where is your soul? At that point, where is that recorder of emotion? Where is that recorder of experience? It's on a journey. And that's a path. And God goes everywhere, you know? So it's not like there's anything wrong with choosing that. It's just like you're going to suffer like you have no fucking clue. Just like, you know, this, um, I don't remember what his name on this on this book was, but um, this initiate um, suffered. 
and suffered, suffered lifetime after lifetime. But eventually he went through and made it to the other side. So it's not like you're not going to get there. We're all going home sooner or later. So there exists enormous confusion in the world concerning spiritual paths. Especially now that the West has become such a melting point for all the great mystical cultures and traditions. There is a particular path for every single person and any other path than your own especially at higher levels can cause delusion and even be and even become dangerous and i totally agree with um with richard that there is only the path that is your path right what i disagree is the whole is that the hologenetic profile is going to take tell you what the path is i say take the hologenetic profile dive into it Totally give it your everything. And if at some point you feel like it's not making sense or it's a part is missing something, explore more and don't leave it behind. If you want to, you know, the way I go about life is I take from everywhere, all traditions, all different spiritual teachings and trainings and paths and, you know, all of this stuff. And, and I and I dive into it and I rescue parts that are relevant to me. How? Because I've learned to to have an internal navigation system that recognizes what's relevant for me now. Because here's the thing, you know, something might not be relevant for you now, but 20 years later is going to be exactly what you need. So you have that book sitting on the bookshelf and you haven't seen it in 20 years and one day you pick it up. Boom! It's like, my God, where was this? He was just sitting there waiting for you. You were not ready for it. So there is a path for each one of us, but it is not predetermined and it does not come from the body. And this is something I, I, I hugely disagree with, with Richard because he's talking about the body telling you what your path is and we are not the body. The body and the mind, body-mind consciousness is the personality and it's a completely different entity. It's a creature that we're taming in order for it to be able to handle the fullness of who we are. So this work like we're doing here with the Jinkies and the Hologenetic Profile is, is incredibly useful. That's why I've been doing, you know, almost 800 episodes about it. It's in- incredibly useful. But our future and your path does not come from any fucking book. Not the Bible, not the Jinkies, not the fucking Castaneda books or any g- guru or master or channel. These are just this. All of this is information is data. We take it in. We process it. We digest it. We contemplate it. We manifest it. We experience it. And then we integrate that. And and all of it are it's like little pieces of the puzzle that we are integrating. But the, 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 I, in my opinion, the biggest danger is to become dogmatic about any of these things. So. Where does your path, and I totally agree with Richard on that, you have your path, but your path needs to come from within, not from without. You use the tools from without, like the Jinkies and the Holy Genetic Provel, and you, and you, you know, the Himalayan masters by Swami Rama, right? And you use all of those tools to help you on your journey, to help you discover and clarify. It's, it's more like kind of brush and find clean up that that window so that you can look into yourself and find that natural listen learn how to listen to that natural inner drive when you learn how to listen to yourself to not the personality 
But where does the attention of God wants to go? Because that's what we are, the positioner of the attention. And, and the will to position that attention is the will of God. So yes, we're aligning ourselves with the multiverse, right? And, and so learning to listen that. And we've been so much, so programmed to listen to everything and everybody. We're, we're like trained dogs, right? We don't even know who, what our true voice sounds like. So it is work to clean that window. But yes, it is your path. And no, it does not come from the hologenetic profile or fucking astrology. Um, so, um, yeah. So every single person who has attained acidic state of realization speaks through their specific cities. And then again, I'm going to hammer on that thing. The city is not ascension. The city is the entry point, including this 54 jinky ascension is opening the door, is the sixth seal, is going through the first seal that is grounding, second and third that is the pain and the suffering of the victim and the tyrant power over others. And then in the fourth, we have dissolved polarization. We have a balance, male-female polarity, positive-negative. And now we are experiencing love. We are beginning to realize that we are everyone. And then on the fifth seal, you're going to express that love, that realization that you are everybody and everything. And then on the sixth, now you're going to experience that being everything. That is the city. And that is the, at that point, that is when the personality dissolves. The personality dissolves at the very moment that you're opening that door of the sixth seal. You're crossing through that door. This moment can take a lifetime or many lifetimes. This is what, you know, a lot of these gurus in India are, are still there on the city, right, for the 20 years. And you, you can feel their entrainment because they can, they do experience this oneness with, with everything. But they're not inside the seventh seal. They haven't ascended. The moment that the ascension happens, it's when the master is inside of the door and now the body dissolves. And, and then we can talk about, you know, this particular path. So when he's talking about this, the, 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 the guru or a person has attained the cidic state uh, of realization speaks through their specific cities, they're speaking through the sixth seal. They are not... All the way to the point where the, the biomachine dissolves. They, because they're going to die. And they do die. And they're going to come back in the next lifetime. And maybe in the next lifetime they're going to ascend. Right? So it means it, getting to the city doesn't mean ascension. And including this jinky 54. It's, it's the pathway. And like I was saying. All these 64 pathways lead to the same place. So... However, if the sage is speaking through a city that is not a part of your own genetic makeup, you can easily become confused. And now let's see what he's saying. So one master, one sage is speaking through a city that is not part of your own. And he's going through genetic right now. And this is where I'm going to hammer and destroy right now. It has nothing to do with your genetics. Has nothing to do with your genetics. He's talking about fractal lines. He's talking about ascension as a, as a global phenomenon. He's talking about the evolution of the genetic biomachine, right? So the more you're identified with the personality, the more you're identified with the body, yes, you're going to listen to the master and your genetic structure is going to, your personality is going to resonate with that or not. But that's not where I'm going. That is 
That is a trap. You get stuck in that. The more you identify with your body, mind, consciousness, the less free you are to, to, to expand, to go where no one has gone before. Because you are something. And you are that genetic structure. And so that's where everybody is. So he's probably talking to where everybody is, but that's not where I am. And so, but yes, the master, the sage, the city is talking to the specific genetic makeup. And so it's going to make you confused because you're not on that genetic path. But if we bypassed and completely left that aside and said, yes, I do have my body, my consciousness has a specific you know, plan, plan for this you know, lifetime, but I am not the body. And so you listen, listen with your heart, not with the body. Listen with your soul, listen with your natural inner drive, right? And, and probably the most important trap that I, that I need to uh, kind of like address is the wanting, the greed that we're talking about, these, these, the seeking that wants, because it becomes more and more and more subtle as you get closer to God. And now what your want is, it's exactly what's going to keep you from going there. And this want degenerates. Because now, next thing, it, because now you're wielding power. You're wielding power because of your ability to focus. It turns into nasty stuff, really demonic stuff. It, it degenerates and people go downhill with that. I'm going to talk to that in a little bit. So yes, there is a danger there. And yes, most people are going to resonate at, at a genetic level. But no, we are not the body. And we do not depend on your genetic configuration. We are riding a biomachine with a specific plan in it, embedded like a, like a barcode, right? Like a tattoo. You know, it has a signature. Like here, you're going to go left. Oh, you're going to go right. You're going to go up, you know? And for most people, that's going to work. Because, you know, you are in a place where you need to follow a certain path. But if you inside yourself naturally feel the drive that is taking you somewhere and you need to learn how to differentiate it. Because this drive doesn't want anything. The only thing that it wants is to expand. And what is expansion? Expansion is the realization that you are everything. So the more love you experience and give. And what is love? It's allowing life to be what it is and allowing yourself to be what you are simultaneously. If you can manage a balance between these two things, now you have the ability to open that lock and it will take you up the Kundalini. And you have to be able to handle the energy. So that's what the yogic paths are for. Um, so anyone who has attained a state of realization knows this dilemma. It is impossible not to realize it. Thus, the great sages attempt to convey the energy behind their state rather than its trapping. And you see, that is the thing. When you're talking about this thing, a thing that I stay away from, my personally, I'm not saying you should, is the bling. The focusing on, you know, now you can see through walls and see with your third eye and, and let's, you know, let's time travel and, and you know, walk through walls. You're going to levitate, start shooting electromagnetic rays through your hands and telekinesis and all that stuff. Those are things, consequences that happen because of high powered focus. When you reach a place where you kind of, you know, break through these barriers in, in, embedded in the bio machine. Right, it opens up this stuff, but 
focusing on that stuff, the nodes that you want power. And this isn't about power because power is down here in the third seal. That means that there's still an imbalance between male and female polarities. And so as long as you're there, you're not up here. So the seek of ascension, you need to be aware that all the way down to ascension, when we're talking about this particular 50, 54 jinky, jinky, we're talking about greed. And as we saw in the shadow of greed, it transformed into spiritual greed, which is that aspiration. And then that spiritual greed is going to turn into dissolution. Because what is actually ascension? Ascension is the next level of that, of that aspiration, of that expansion, of that greed, right? Refine and dissolve where there's no longer personality. The body gets burned up. And we're going to be talking about that in a second. And then you go to the next adventure, so you're still seeking to the next adventure. What is past the seventh seal? What is past the void? And that is exiting this multiverse, this womb into the whatever is out there. But there's still another adventure going. So just because you're taking your body with you and now, you know, you can coagulate it and make it physical or metaphysical at will doesn't mean that the adventure ends. It means that you're no longer trapped to the biomachine, kind of tethered to the biomachine. Now the biomachine is truly your horse, is truly your vehicle, and you can take it anywhere in the entire multiverse at will. And that's epic, you know, because at that point you're Doctor Who, but without bullshit, <laughs> you know? So, um, so the 54th city... Um, of ascension is a very particular path. It concerns the transformation of the gross, gross currents within the body into more and more refined currents. That's what I've been talking about. It is the essence behind many of the great tantric and alchemical yogic systems. And yes, all of these systems exist. But that is why it's very important that we are honest with ourselves. Where are you? Where is your attention? What is... What, where, where do you naturally feel an inner drive that's driving you forward from within? Because um, it happens a lot. And I'm sure it has happened a lot with monks and, and you know, um, uh, priests and stuff. They get into this path. They want to know God because they had an experience and now they want it. And now they're stuck in a path made by someone else and they are betraying themselves. I think I read some some about a, a couple of years ago about this Tibetan monk. She was a woman. I don't know how monk in, in female is there a name for that, but um, she was doing a, um, um, a Tibetan massage or something. Somebody was giving her a massage. I think it was a a Thai massage or something, and the energy got awakened into her sexual energy, and she totally left being a monk and she became a dominatrix. <laughs> How do you go from fucking being a Tibetan monk for like 20 years or some shit? Like she was old. She was in her 50s or something. And now she's a dominatrix. We don't fucking know. We need to, you need to listen organically to yourself. Trust that intuition. And make, yes, you may make a fucking mess. But eventually you're going to get where you're going. Like I said, God moves in mysterious ways. We have no idea how we're going to navigate through this journey. The only thing we need to do is learn how to 
truly make this decision instead of having your decisions being affected and hijacked by uh, by others, by systems, by dogma, by religions, by politics, by your mom, you know, by your son, you know. All the time, everybody's trying to hijack your attention. So to truly learn to listen to that inner drive and organically move in that direction, you might move in certain direction thinking that you're pursuing a relationship. You get there and they're gone. But you got there. And now maybe you are where you're supposed to be. Oh, my God, I'm in another city. I would have never gotten here if I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go after that one. And now you're here, boom, and then reality starts unfolding and things start happening like, wow. So God moves in mysterious ways. But yes, we have to be very careful um, and learn how to listen to ourselves. Um, um, So, but yes, we are, um, all of these yogic system and tantric systems, it teaches eventually how to cleanse the body of energy. If you're ready for it, if you feel that natural in your drive, right? And you do it for 20 years and then you get to the next step or you drop it and you become an airplane designer <laughs> or something. Um, so, however, in order to work with these systems, you must have the necessary aspiration. And he's right on on that one because we're talking about the gift. You are, you have, and I would say aspiration in this way, it feels that natural inner drive, right? That's the aspiration. This is not something that should be forced. Nothing can be forced. If you force something, you're already on the wrong track. If you're forcing yourself to do something, if you're forcing someone else to do something, if you're forcing a situation, you're already on the wrong track. It's going to end wrong. It always does. There are certain times when there's needed a little bit of will to kind of get stuff done that it just needs to get done. And don't confuse that with that. Because sometimes you might be one, you might be doing a work and there might be elements that, that are need your willpower because for some reason at that point you, you're not connected to the person that can do that. That's not wrong, but it's it's a, it's a balancing act. It's very specific. You've got to be very careful how you navigate through these things. Constantly paying attention. Paying attention. So uh, aspiration is a predetermined energy that carries the seed of the final flowering within it. That final flowering of aspiration is ascension. Any other energy will not carry the same seed. And so what, what we're talking about here is, I don't see a difference between any jinky. For me, all the 64 jinkies are the same energy. But because I observe reality as everything, everyone is the same. We are all God. But if you still live in a, in a, in a world where there are still people, obviously you're going to need these different paths to get to it. And so he's addressing that, and I'm aware of that. But you don't necessarily need to be there. You can totally realize, no, there's only one path, and that's the path from fear to love to enlightenment. So integrating that separation from life and then liberating that love and dissolving that personality and returning back to the journey, what the greater journey be, be beyond this video game we're having here. Um, this is not to say that people cannot have heightened experiences of consciousness through such systems. You know, so he's talking about moments that you have when you realize stuff. 
They can, but only if you have the seed of this city already within you at the genetic level, can you attain the final permanent flowering through these kinds of techniques. And this is where I say, fuck you. Because if, if you limit yourself to a certain path, then it becomes the truth. You're going to manifest that experience and it's going to be truth. Because he has decided that the body is smarter than God. And you know what? It is. Because God is no smart or dumb. God is. The light of creation is wherever you put your attention, you put the manifestation. You want to believe that's true? It's going to be true. And now you're stuck on that one. Only the one that has this seed of this city 54 is going to ascend. Because it's on the DNA. That's the way the DNA processes. Because ascension literally means the transmutation of the physical biomachine. But at the end, at the bottom, at the foundation of all of this, it needs to be a, a totally release of this need of ascension. Ascension is not going to happen until you don't long, no longer care about ascension. And, and so when he's talking about this seeking for ascension, and it happens all over, the, all over. These masters get stuck for 50 years, giving the same, same old words to the, the more new crowds every day, right, With their, in their ashrams. And they know they're stuck. And they do their disciplines and they're not going anywhere. Because they want it. You cannot have what you want. So the body, yes, there's, you, can, you can talk about this path, the body being prepared for this transmutation of matter into light, right? But ultimately, the ways of God, it has absolutely nothing to do with the jinkies or the hologenetic profile or the fucking tantric yoga. None of that shit. These are all paths created by great masters that have studied stuff and have developed based on their own experience, on their own path. And guess what? Their path is one. The paths of God are the infinite multiverse. There is the infinite of parallel universes, the parallel choices of reality. There are possibilities untold that exist within the Akash. When you position your attention there, you're going to download possibilities. That exists beyond anybody has ever imagined yet. But they already exist because we're not creating reality. We're rearranging the already existing building blocks of reality. And they maybe they have already figured out one in another planet, in another galaxy. It's always there. It's already there. So don't get stuck on believing that you are what you are and you cannot change that because the body is that. The body is one thing. You are not the body. But ultimately, yes. If the body is pre-designed because you chose that before incarnation, it's going to have that tendency. So it's going to be an easier path. And I ultimately look at that, right? What is your life about? You decide. You want a life of tension? You want a life of ascension? You want a life of relaxation? You want a life of exploration? And every single decision helps you discover what is your own experience? So give yourself to your listening and you will listen with every single interaction. Is this what I am? Is this where I belong? Is this where I am? Is this my path? But don't give it, don't give it to the body because the body is going to eat you like a rabid dog. 
True ascension is activated automatically through the lower frequency of aspiration. At certain point, as spontaneous physical transformation begins to destroy the body, techniques at this stage are over and done with. The process of ascension takes over and you are absolutely helpless to stop or interfere it. All fluid memory must be erased, personal, cultural, and genetic. Genetic, so he's, and now he's talking about it. It all has to be turned, burned from the body. The kundalini energy has often been likened to a fire. And it is more like a liquid fire as the water molecules within the physical body are vaporized to create a steaming process in which spiritual essence is refined. After a certain period of time, sometimes spent in intense physical agony, stillness re regains, reigns, stillness reigns over the body and you experience the purity of consciousness without thought, without, not without thought, without thinking. There's a very big difference between thought and thinking, and I'm going to dive into that in a second. Even at this stage, the steaming process continues as the physical body becomes more and more translucent. So he just described what happens after ascension. What is true ascension? Because ascension is not the city. The city is the entry point. So this city of ascension, I wouldn't even be calling it ascension. I would be calling it more like... um. um Presension, something like that, like like it's the entry point because it's the sixth seal, right? It's opening that door, and then once you're through the door, the personality can't go with you. And what is the personality? The personality is the bio machine, body mind consciousness. So everything gets burned. And you read these, um, um, you know, uh, stories of these masters that have completely dissolved the personality and, and their body. They go through agony. Uh, the, the, the whole biogenetic structure is disintegrating. And what I mean disintegrating is all limitation is disintegrating. And so all of this idea that because you have a certain path that's genetic, that's going to lead you here or there, all of that stuff goes out the window. There is the infinite possibilities of manifestation. And that is what happens. So there, there cannot be this, I'm this. Because if you're this and you're not that, you are nothing and everything simultaneously. At that point, you return home, which is the ever-present perception and manifestation of all possibilities, all realities, expanding into the infinite. And what is the infinite when we're talking about a physical level? It is the dissolution and he's calling it the, the, the steaming of the cellular. That's an interesting concept. I've never thought about it. But yes, because basically these bodies are bags of water. We're like, what, 80, 90% water or something like that? It's just steaming. So the whole thing steams out. And what's it going to be? It's going to be um, genetic. Um, um, uh, not even genetic at that point. It's, it's, a, it's a frequency signature. That um, because at that point, the master can manifest its all phase or it could manifest the phase of a dog or it could manifest. It dissolves the body and it goes to the Alpha Centauri and reconfigures the body there. And now it looks like a plant that speaks and walks or it could fly if you want. You're a bear. You want to be a comet flying in the sky. You want to be a hologram. You are none of that. And because you're none of that, you can be all of it. Right. But this is the kind of stuff that happens not because of any of the things I'm talking about, but because of that great love that has transformed your life. And then you let go of that love. And now you're not even love. You are nothing. 
And you're not even you. There's no you. There's just the I. And what is the I? The I is everything in the entire multiverse. So at that point, we're talking about a true ascended master. Ascension is an incredibly physical sequence of events. It has nothing whatsoever to do with modern systems involving visualization or cerebral meditation. That is absolutely true. I totally agree with, with Richard, Richard. It has absolutely nothing to do with that. It usually follows many years of seeking by someone whose very path is to seek and aspire to higher planes. So he's basically talking about somebody that has um, designed their incarnation before uh, landing in this body. So they chose that body specifically and the, the vibration of that soul has reached a, a certain re refinement that they can uh, magnetically attract that kind of bio machine that has the genetic structure that is going to be conducive for the frequency that the entity has uh, so that they can have this path towards ascension. So it's it's a path created before in, before incarnation that chooses the specific bio machine that's going to help the process towards there. And you could say, yeah, the path was the path of seeking, the path of aspiration, right? But um, I don't necessarily uh, believe that you're limited to that. I, I do believe that, yes, we do create our life before incarnation, and it's probably the most accurate thing that we can do, because now we have the, the play laid out for us. We just have to play it. Um, but also when you're here, you're also creating. So, so... I always revert back as I'm, I keep, keep hammering on it. Listen to that inner drive. It's not the voice of the body because the body will keep you in a hole in, in fear, right? Unless you have designed a very specific push that an inner drive is going to get you to ascension. But it's not something that you're going to make. It's something that's going to happen, and that's something, and when I mean you, I mean the personality. It's not something that the personality is going to make. It's something that's going to happen because your rarefied frequency has reached a point where it's a magnetic match to that experience of ascension. You are in that place. If you're in your life, you're not experiencing this or that, it's because you're not magnetically unequal to that. Whatever it is, you want money, relationships, fame, anything. If you are not, if it's not in your life, it's because you're not a magnetic vibration to that. And that doesn't mean that there's anything bad or good. It could be very good that you're not a magnetic vibration to fame because your true path is love. And fame might totally take you to another timeline where you end up an alcoholic, cocaine addict, you know, with syphilis. You know, I mean, that's not that 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 that's definitely. I mean, yes, it's an experience, and you you die of that one, and now you come back and say, "Fuck, man, I I could have done that one," but instead of I went that way. So I'm not saying that anything that you are magnetically attracted to is negative or positive, or you're not. What I'm saying is, be honest to yourself. Where are you? Where are you now in your life? What are you naturally attracted to? And that you take that path. And if you're afraid of, you kind of like you get butterflies in your stomach. That doesn't mean that there's the wrong path. It means that you're actually in the unknown. So it's um, it's exciting and it's a little scary, but not in a bad way. Um, so so many people have been conditioned to seek higher consciousness through these kinds of routes, but they truly do not belong there. And that is true. A lot of people ending doing these things uh, with going to the fucking 
And that used to happen a lot back in the day, particularly, you know, when the they would send the kid to the fucking conservative, how does he call the monk place where the, the um, there, there there's a name for this place in here for Christianity or in India to the ashram or whatever. And it wasn't their path. It was just like their parents sending them somewhere. I'm not saying that life wasn't perfectly designed. It was maybe designed for them to be there and say, fuck this and jump out the window, right? And a lot of that did happen, and that's when their true journey began, right? But yes, and it happens. It happens in people, in families. You get a great example. The kid wants to be a painter, and the parents said, no, you're going to be a fucking lawyer. And then they became a lawyer, and then they killed themselves when they're 35, right? Because they wanted another journey, right? So... Uh, when you are, when you truly know, do not belong on any path, not just an attention, you need to be aware of that and learn how to listen to that inner drive. So neither does the seeking itself activate the ascension process, um, since it is merely the manifestation of a totally mysterious and intensely felt urge, the inner drive, to know more. So that's, he's actually now coming back to it, to what I'm saying, the seeking itself Neither does the seeking itself, the seeking self does not activate the essential process, right? So it's, it's, the, uh, it's the manifestation of a totally mysterious and intensely inner drive felt urge to know more. So the seeking is just that which is expanding God. For those who do not belong on this path, it is a truly dangerous one. For those who do, it is effortless and spontaneous. One aspires and sooner or later one ascends. It really is as simple as that. And it is not. <laughs> but, you know, it's because in that lifetime they're ready because they've done a hundred lifetimes of work. Nobody just ascends because they, I mean, you could do it in a lifetime, but what a lifetime. You're going to have to go through that lifetime. If you just showed up here as your first lifetime, which, you know, that, that, that hasn't happened. I don't think there's anybody left up there. That hasn't come down here. Um, you can plan it and say, I'm going to do it. But that lifetime, you need to go through the entire fucking 64 jinkies. Uh, you need to go through all of the attitudes of humanity. You need to experience the depth of pain and suffering and sadness and rape and murder and the whole fucking thing. Loss to end degree and then, and then, and then transmute all of that. And then and then go to the to the end of that and get it done in one lifetime. So uh, it has been done. It incredible people have done that, but it's usually many many lifetimes. So by the time you see this one that is effortless and spontaneous, it's not effortless and spontaneous. It's simply that the person feels more comfortable when they are focused, and they just sit down by the tree and all they want is to experience this peace that focus provides. And then because they're focused, their whole body becomes that focus. And what is the focus? The focus is nothing, is the void. And what is that? Pure consciousness. And so be they become vibrationally equal in frequency to that void. Boom, they're gone. But it didn't, they didn't just got there yesterday. They've been working at it for fucking lifetimes. Now somebody else that's doing that same thing in order to get that through that seeking Read that book, the, the Red Lion, because you'll see what happens to those people. And I'm not saying it's not a path, because in the book, he actually gets to it. But it's nasty as fuck. 
And what you're going to do, you're going to go through hell here very fast. And I'm not just talking about physical hell, but physical and metaphysical intertwined. These are people that see other dimensions here, but they're, they're not rarefied themselves in their frequency. So they're at the lower base. So what's being, being other dimensions is the lower dimensions is demons, terrifying stuff. It's, it's horrifying. And that is another path, but it's it's a nasty one. I personally like the one where it's fun. I, ha I can have, you know, learn and yes, you know, face my challenges. But, you know, enjoying my life and smelling the roses and taking, you know, a, a surf session and then enjoy the, the wind and, the, and, the, and then, take, you know, do more work. That's just me. But because we have all possible choices. It all remains of what do you choose? And don't let anyone tell you that any path is wrong or right. Or that any system calls you to a place and says this is the way. Whenever I hear that, I say fuck you. I am going to break that down because that's my nature. Maybe your nature is different. But that's my inner path. That's who I am. Right? And I do, and I extract the essence of that, and I mix it with the essence of this, and with that, now I have my own concoction, which is amazing because it works for me. And I'm, I'm also aware of the stuff that it's true. When something is true, it's like, okay, well, that is the path. You, you, cannot, you cannot skip steps, right? So we've reached the end of this uh, second part of the city of Jinky 54, which is Ascension, and the end of this city. Uh, tomorrow we're going to dive into Jinky 55, uh, which is the one that kind of like holds it all together. Jinky 55, this is the one that represents our times. The Jinky that goes from victimization to freedom to freedom, right? And 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 this is one that's going to be a long one. We're going to do several, I don't know, probably 10 episodes of these or more. It's going to be very interesting. Richard Rohr also comes out with prophecies for this stuff. I hate that shit because I've seen it over and over again. It never happens. Why? Because prophecy is, in, in order, the purpose of prophecy is to um, uh, harness the attention of people so, so the a timeline can be uh, averted or shifted. And so when you're, you're saying, okay, this is going to happen on this day, it's, it doesn't work like that. So it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun going through this fifty fifth jinky, and it's a it's a beautiful jinky, and uh, we're gonna be diving into that tomorrow. Podcast now again is every day Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. When you go to Jorn TV, that's J O U R N TV. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, we have five links. One of them says Pioneers. And these are a guests that we have in the podcast. It's called the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. And um, we're going to have more of these guests coming pretty soon. We're focusing doing more of that now. And our guests are all, of all walks of life. They tell us the story of their journey through the darkness into the other side and how now they're giving their gifts to the world. How they've discovered something in the darkness and they found that strength, that divine will to move forward. And now they have a gift for humanity. And now they're present and they're working with all of us. And this is beautiful. We have these both on audio and video and you can watch them on TV. You can watch them on Rumble and the link for there is is there too on, on that um, 
list of uh, episodes. And if you want to find all of our social media, click at the bottom right corner of TV where it says support. You will see all of our social media. We have a Telegram news channel, uh, a Truth Social, and an X, uh, which used to be Twitter. All of that is news of very physical stuff, right? What's going on here so that we can learn how to make decisions uh, and understand that the mainstream media is not telling you not even 5% of what's actually really going on. And if they do that, they twist it. I'm not saying that the underground media has the truth also, because there's also a lot of bullshit there. But I try to find the most relevant stuff that is most, most cohesive stuff. And... Um, and so I put all of that there. We have a Telegram chat. That's the community there. If you want to contact us, that's the place to do it. Join our community on Telegram, on our chat room. And we have the uh, the Rumble channel there. If you just want to see all these videos on our Rumble channel, we have all these Pioneers videos there. We also have on that support bottom at the bottom right corner of TV. we have all our coaching programs if you need help understanding this tool, these jinkies, this hologenetic profile, how to use it in your life because it's incredible. I mean, I've been hammering at it all episode, but I love it. This is why I made this a fantastic, one of the greatest tools I've ever used. And it's fantastic for one thing. And it has, that is the integration of the shadow. And when we integrate that shadow, we liberate our joy of self-expression. I don't believe there's anything more valuable right now if you are not already ready to, you know, become light, you know, at this point in life. Anything you do that, everything in your life is going to work. Everything is going to start making sense, right? So incredible tool. And we have, if you're having, we have all of these episodes on the podcast. We explain the whole thing here. But if you want one-on-one coaching on this specifically for your profile, for your specific journey where you are, we have coaching for that there. We have a life design coaching. This is to help people align every single aspect of their lives with their deeper spiritual purpose. The reason we spend so much energy is because we are different people for everybody. We are different people with our spouse. We are different people at business. We are different people with our children. We are different people when we're coaching baseball. We are different people when we go on vacation. We are different people when we're partying with our friends and getting drunk. We are different people when we're by ourselves. And because we're all these different fucking people, we don't have energy. Because we are spending so much trying to become this thing to fit on all these different situations. And that is draining us, right? So when you align every aspect of your life with your deepest spiritual purpose, you are one person. You are one person with your spouse. You are one person with your business. You are the same person. And that same person is multidimensional. It's not like you're just one flat thing. But it is beautiful because it's organic. It is not something that is made out of thinking. It's being, it's learning how to listen to that inner drive. So we have a very specific three-month program called uh, Life Design. And you can find it there also there. If you're stuck in the dark night of the soul and you're ready to let it go, meaning you're done with it and you're willing to change. Because the only way we get through the dark night of the soul is that we realize that our attention is on me, 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 poor me, 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 me. When you realize that the world is suffering out there and you, in your fucking pain, you step up and you, you become of service. It doesn't mean that the pain's going to be away. But the moment that you give that love when you don't even fucking have it for yourself, that's when the healing begins. 
So we have a very specific coaching program for people stuck in the dark now. So you have to be ready. I don't do miracles. Nobody can get you out of there. Only you. But there's a way to do that transition smoothly and uh, relatively fast. You know, it's not going to take you 20 years. You know, we can do it in three months. And we have a specific coaching program, a new one called the Client Generator. This is for coaches. All type of coaches are they business coaches, spiritual coaches of all kinds, of all religions, uh, for to help you connect with your right people, the people that are that are happy to connect with you, that are vibrating at your same frequency, so that you can attract the highly qualified clients that are going to be so happy working with you as a coach. And we have that a program right there. You can find all of that there on the bottom right corner of joan.tv. Click on that support button. You'll find everything down there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.